I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. I want to hear more about how you change the energy. I want to start the show out with a, a, a shout-out to my daughter. Shout-out to my daughter. Okay. Okay? She has no idea that we're even talking about it right now. Freshman Dad, in high school. Dad, knock it off. Yeah, she, she, she would be terrified. She's got an orthodontist appointment in 45 minutes. Oh, God. Be on time, young lady. Thank you very much. But I want to shout-out because she she pulled a me. And, and, and sometimes you need your people to smack yourself Back in to the fray. Now, I'm not here uh, to be like Brandon Ayuk and say, oh, there was a ladybug that landed on my arm and that's why we won. (laughs) Great. If that's what you think happened, then great. You're the one who caught the ball. Incredible. Love Brandon Ayuk. But yesterday, uh, my daughter had stuff to do around the house, so she didn't want to come over to Christie's at the beginning. She's like, Dad, I got to get some stuff done, some laundry, whatever. She's like, will you come get me at halftime? And, of course, my first reaction is, uh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're going to make me get in the car at halftime and come pick you up? Could this be any more annoying? But, of course, I get the call at halftime. Dad, could you come get me? I said, meet me halfway. I'll come get you and get you into this game. She hops into the car and looks at me. She's following the game on TV at home. She goes, Dad, this is going so badly. I cannot believe... What the hell's going on in this game? And I said, I know. I think, look, we need to start wrapping our head around the idea that this probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. At halftime. Yeah. I thought that was fair. I wasn't like, it's over. Right. (laughs) But you were starting to wrap your head around what might be. I go, if you want to play the percentages here... This is a big old fat probably not. And no one's ever done what they needed to do in a championship game. Correct. Except for when the Niners when the Lions did it to the Niners apparently in like nineteen fifty seven or whatever it was. Right. Exact same score. So anyway, she she hot she had just hopped in the car and she looks at me like I've got four eyes. She said, What? What'd you just say? No. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not letting that thought in at all. No. I refuse to acknowledge that the 49ers are not going to the Super Bowl. Drive. Nice. And off we go. 
and she gets into the living room and sits down on the couch, the energy all changed. It's incredible. And after every score, I just tapped her on the shoulder and I said, energy changer. Nice. Energy changer. Nice. Energy changer. So I'm I'm into that today. Let's celebrate. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. In addition to any thoughts that you have on the team, the game, the way this played out, we'll take your phone calls for sure. But I think we would love to also hear from everybody. What'd you do? Yeah. What quirky little thing do you think had something to do with how this thing turned? It's possible, and everybody's got something, and... Uh... One of my wife's co-workers, who's a diehard Niner fan, she was texting with Supper, my wife, early in the third. Oh, we're drinking early today. I like that. Cheers. like to see it. And uh, shout out Angie Guidi. And she said, uh, you know, I started watching in the kitchen, and the Niners scored, so I'm not leaving the kitchen. And apparently she has a TV in the kitchen, so <laughs> Angie spent about Great. two hours in the kitchen, probably not cooking, yeah. but you know, white knuckling and, and grinding. And I do want to shout out Mima, the great grandma, Supper's mom, who came over late, late second quarter just to play with her best friend, my daughter, who turned seventeen today, seventeen months. So Love once it. Mima came and they went in the other room and supper was done making the minestrone that we have here today and I was able to just sit down by myself and lock in on the game because I was watching the game had the you know you you're doing the things and being a parent of a toddler it's not as easy as leave me alone I'm watching the game she's 16 17 months old she doesn't really give a rip about the magnitude of the ball game so I'm a dad, and I'm doing my thing, and I'm watching the game, and we're doing all these things, and they're down 24-7, and I'm I'm getting agitated, and so Mima comes over, and <laughs> they leave the room, and we get to halftime, and I texted the thread. I said, when, you know, you're like, what'd you do at halftime? I made the bed. You made the bed. Went upstairs, hey, whatever. Dude, yeah. you got your house in order. And I make a good bed. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, you're hearing the uh, the journey and the don't stop believing in the background yeah, that's during what, the Fox yep. halftime. And my, my did they play that song five times in a row? I don't know. As many as as many as many. Right? It the, seemed like that was the only song they played. I know. And I love that, that Skip Bayless thinks that that song was made about Detroit what in Detroit and tweeted that out. It's like that thing was made by Steve Perry and he's probably somewhere draped in a Purdy jersey right now. Uh, but right. yeah, that, 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 that's our song. I mean, born and Thanks raised in South Detroit. Yeah, understood. Okay, cool. That's a line from the song. Right. Uh, we don't need to be told who Steve Perry roots for. Exactly. That's our guy. Or the history of Journey and Neil Schoen and the rest of it. So Journey at <laughs> halftime and Frank Gore on the halftime foghorn. And still, you're thinking about all of the good feelings and a, a well-made bed and Mima with the baby and your daughter getting picked up and all the rest of it. You're still down by 17. Yeah. So you still need, and I was thinking to myself, because I finally was alone watching the game, score and a stop. You get a score and a stop, and then another score and another stop, and we're on to something. And wow. they got they got it, three, it, and then a zero, and then you got a seven and a zero, and then you got the next seven, and it's like, oh my... Oh, oh my. Well, it's bananas how fast bananas. it happens. Bananas. So when you're bananas. down, like you, you, you kick the field goal, and as soon as the Lions go for it on fourth and two and don't get it, is the first glimmer of, okay, hold on a second, I see a path. And then it felt like 
Four minutes went by and the game was tied. Right. It was like there was no way at halftime that you thought this game, that comeback would happen that quickly to the point where the 49ers built a double-digit lead. Right. Like, that's unthinkable. Well, just, Absolutely. And to the point where, and I don't ask for this from any of you, certainly not myself, I didn't do it, but for a moment, I bet each and every one of you, for a second... You almost felt a little bit bad for Lions fans. Like, oh my God. You could that's one of those crumbles that you can feel when it's a fan base that's never been to a Super Bowl. Right. And it's one thing to lose, but it's a completely different thing to have it dangled in front of your face, let you take a lick of the lollipop, have Ford Field going sideways, people are drunk and on their heads, going crazy, and in the blink of an eye the game's tied. And you're like, oh, at that point, you almost knew. You knew. You're like, this avalanche is flying downhill, and you could see it on the faces of every one of the Lions players, and that's why it started going fumble, drop pass, drop pass, drop pass, you know, fourth down again, missed play, what have you, penalty. The whole thing was sort of what I would call an understandable gag job. Yeah, and you think about the weight it, of the world was too much. Well, just think about it in the the small narrow scope of what you were laying out. Fourth and two, you go for it, and it's a drop. It's a throw that needs to be caught ninety percent of the time. They don't catch it. Yep. That's a 90% ball. Yep. 80, yep. 85, Not- whatever the number is. In this game, in that spot, you catch the football. Detroit doesn't. Then the Niners get a 50-plus yard catch off a face mask of a defender yep. that Ayuk is able to hurdle forward and catch, and then they score. And then Gibbs fumbles on the first play. So in, in the span of like maybe 12 minutes of real time, with you know Burkhart and Olsen and TV timeouts, you go from man, what are we going to talk about over the next? I mean, pitchers and catchers, this and that, uh, right. to Do this game is tied, on. right? Yeah, yeah. Do something far. Well, on. but that's my point. Yeah, like, a different team when the Niners tie them up at twenty-four, a different team might have had a shot. Not this team, not the Lions. And I do that stuff like, you know, I know I see all of these awesome notes that you're sending us. PJ, I changed my underwear. (laughs) Tida's like, I changed my jersey. Um, uh, Lori scrubbed the shower. Uh, Gritzlizer, I took the cat for a walk. (laughs) I I mean, like, we we see all of these. These are all phenomenal, (laughs) right? All of that stuff's great. I don't really believe that any one of us did anything to change the mojo of this football game. The 49ers did. Yes, there was at least one incredibly fortunate break. But here's what I do believe. I know that the Lions are just football players. They are not their fans. Um, most of them are not even 30, so they don't even know about this whole 30 years and never been to the Super Bowl thing. But I do believe that those players, you can feel it. You can feel the weight of your fan base, the emotion behind what this franchise's experience is, and the fact that outside of Jared Goff, pretty much none of y'all have been here. None of you. And so now you encounter you encounter this experience where it becomes one of two things that you can do. And this is one thing that the 49ers the last two weeks have handled very well, which is the oblique situation. Yeah. Like, you could tell that a lot of these guys are like, been here before, take a deep breath, 
Let's see what we can do. Let's get into our formula, and let's see if it works. The Lions get into an oblique situation, and the whole house of cards. Total house of cards. Because it's just too much. You're on the road. You've never been there before. And you're feeling what your fans are feeling, which is, oh, no, you're not, right? You're not going to do this, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. And I do think that the coach made it easier for them to do what they did because he made it more difficult. He put a lot more onus on individual plays and individuals where if you just let your kicker get you three and then you get three again, it takes the pressure off. And Lowe made a good point in the crossover that you know, even if you take that three, no matter what the Niners do on their next drive, it's still a one-score one score game, game. Yes, no matter what. And the mentality of blowing a lead and then being down two scores, the urgency you feel and the way you go about trying to bite into that, it's kind of like a baseball player trying to hit a six-run home run. Right. You know, when you're down eight to two, it's like, i got to make something happen. No, wow. just get on base, I, I, kid. That's what I'm still stuck, actually, on the first fourth down. And yes, Reynolds could have, should have caught it. Uh, although Goff got knocked off his spot, threw it a touch behind him. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. And, and, and if you're the Lions, if you kick that field goal and you make it, and it's 27 to 10, just ask yourself, what's Kyle Shanahan saying to himself? And my guess is, oh, crap. Oh, bleep. Because he was already feeling that way. He admitted it. Did you see the postgame speech to his team? He goes, when we started that second half and we kicked a field goal, he goes, I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be tough. He's already thinking that at 24 to 10. Right. Now you go make it another score game, 27 to 10. The Niners are up a creek. They're up a creek. Detroit's up 24-10. And you gave them a glimmer. You opened the door and they came charging through. ESPN had them at 91.5% to win it with a third down play up 24-10. And we know they didn't get the fourth down. And then all of a sudden, moments later, it's 24-17. And the Niners have a 52% chance to win that quickly. Cannot wait to hear what y'all did to change the energy. Let's also talk about this game. Plenty of questions to answer, um, including that one that was talked about in the crossover. That defense. Can they fix it? Because Mahomes is next. Got two weeks to figure that out, of course, though. Victory Monday. Niners are back in the Super Bowl. Picture yourself in a cozy room by the fire, enjoying breathtaking views of Bodega Bay. Winter is magical at the end at the tides. Special winter midweek rates start at just $179 per night, breakfast included. Book your winter escape now in at the tides.com. 888-957-9570. Let's roll. It's Willard and Dibs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's Purdy with a lot of time. Steps in. Watching deep. Going for Brian To Willard and Dibbs on 95.7 The Game. Um, I don't know if you did this at your house or wherever you were watching. If you're at the game, then you don't get this luxury. But they showed that replay about seven different times from about five different angles. And the first two times I saw it at a quicker speed, I'm like, that's a touchdown. Right. He's in. That's a touchdown. Touchdown! And then I go, oh, wait, wait. I think he got a hand on him. Right. I think he got a hand on him. And we had to watch it like five different times. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He got his hand on him. But uh, sets it up inside the five. And with this Niners offense, once you get there, you feel the utmost confidence between Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. And as it turned out, it had to be Brock Purdy squeezing one in between defenders to Brandon Ayuk. Don't forget that moment where it was like, okay, you take a breath where you're like you're only down 24-10 and you're inside the five, and then there was a little penalty or maybe it was a negative play, whatever it was. I think they, they ran it to Debo and he went backwards. And, uh, and so huge play on third down that they were able to squeeze it into Ayuk and get six because it's not like you can walk away from that one with three points. No, no, so three's we, not getting it done there. We were one play away from a fourth down effort from like the, the, the six-yard line, which um, I don't know if any of our hearts can take at this point after the last two No, weeks. even though, and I said uh, last week again, that that's the kind of game I wanted. I love the tight game and the mm-hmm. narrow game. Down 24-7 at the half, I was thinking, well, I, I guess I'm not going to get my yeah. wish. I don't, I don't think we're going to get a cardiac kind of comeback sort of situation. And I hadn't given up on the game. I did still think that a score and a stop would at least keep this thing going for a little while longer. So they get the score, field goal, and you're oh, okay. A field goal's good. Yeah. You're down by 14. Than zero. And then the Lions immediately do what they've done all day, which is march, 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 carve, 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 and go right through the Niners off in defense for the most part. And then you get to that fourth and two, and I'm thinking, yeah, Dan, 
go for it. This is the game. Yeah. This is the game. Fourth and two, I thought, and I said it out loud to no one because I was alone in the room, this is the game. If they convert here and they go on to, even if they get three after this, eventually, they still take time off the clock. I, that felt to me like it was the ball game <sighs> yeah, either way. Yeah, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. You're like, it, like that, that's why you kick the three there. Yeah. Even if you convert that, what are you going to go do next? Like, you're still in the high red zone. It's not like, okay, you know, now we're at the five and we're going to run this thing in. So, like, even if you get the three, you had the three. You had it. Yep. You were at the 28, fourth and two at the 28. You chose, and look, no, it's not a chip shot, but that's a field goal you're going to make three out of four times. At For least, sure, yeah, least. maybe four out of five, yeah, and in perfect conditions. You got to trust your kicker to be able to do that. I, I always know as a fan. Or I shouldn't say I always know. I always feel, as a fan, you can tell whether the other team should go for it on fourth down based on whether or not I want them to. Honestly, right? Because that's a funny way to put it. Think about it. I'm a 49er fan, and I wanted you to go. Oh, yo, yes, Dan. Just please go Dan all over yourself. <laughs> wow. Let's do it. Go it for it. It wasn't a Dan day. Go for it, Dan. <laughs> go for it. When McVay's going for it on fourth and two, I'm always like, oh, crap. Will you please just punt? Because you're probably going to get Matt Stafford's going to hit Puka Cooper sure. or whatever the hell their names are, and they're going to get it. But I was like, yes, Dan. Go for it. And same thing in 13 days, and I'm projecting out uh, well, almost two weeks from now. That's a little different. Don't go for you it. Don't go for it. Don't go for it. it. Yeah. No, yeah. to your point, though, Kick about it. It, my feelings about the play, and I think that's a great way to look at it because if it's Mahomes, I don't care if it's fourth and whatever, I, I'd rather have you try and kick it. Right. I, don't, I don't want him. Get him off the field. I don't want him to go for it. And that's what I said last week, and we were doing our analysis, and my analysis was two words long, and it was Patrick Mahomes. I'm not... I'm not betting against this yeah. guy, and then he goes out and plays like that, and you realize, oh my God. Oh, that's why I was rooting for Baltimore. It was less that I thought they were going right. to win. I'm not rooting for Patrick Mahomes to be waiting for you if you get to the bowl. He's back. Good Lord. He doesn't go away. Uh, no joke. All right, we're going to the phones. We're also streaming live on Twitch and YouTube, so uh, come see us. I got my brand new uh, Niner t shirt on that I, I got like for my it. birthday. Thank you, Christy. We have not taken it off uh, since the game started. No, it's good. So, uh, And I discovered this morning that uh, we'll be getting a jersey for the baby in advance. Oh. Oh, the Super Bowl. Good. And I said, uh, "What? Whose jersey are we going to get?" Yeah, and and you'd be surprised to find out who's jersey. It's a great jersey. question. It's a great question. Yep. Whose jersey do you think that my 17-month-old bandwagon? Of course, she's a bandwagon. She's barely even born. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with Jake Moody because in these playoff games, he likes to go poop on himself. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I'm going with. That's a five, Jake Moody. It's a five. No, uh, my wife actually said she's like. Who's the guy with the dreads? Oh, she likes Brandon Ayuk. I, I, at first, I'm like, Fred Warner? She's, no, the no. The, the other guy. The other one. And Chase I Young? Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Not, yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Is, not Chase Young. He stands out on TV, man. Baby's going to rock out. the 11. Good for good Baby's for, rocking the 11. It. So, I love it. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. I said, are we getting her a Purdy? <laughs> You're getting her a kittle? She's like, I hate his hair. Yeah. I said, all right, Supper. Yeah. I'm not mad at the mullet, but I get it. 
George's look is an acquired taste. And uh, I thought 19 problems on a baby would be pretty tough. That's great, too. Yeah. That's great, too. You just have a little baby rocking 19 problems. Yep. Put yep. problems with a Z on the back. Not bad. It's pretty Not strong. Bad. There's a lot of directions you can go with this one. Yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv slash 95.7 The Game. YouTube.com slash 95.7 The Game. I am also wearing my Purdy hat. That's what the P stands for. I get it. At least it does today. now. It yep. does now. Exactly. Um, so subscribe to the sh- uh, the channel. You got all of our content there all day, every day. Make sure you hit the little thumbs up there uh, because we love that. It's all powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Okay, all of you people, let's uh, let's talk. Therm the Worm, East Palo Alto. Therm, what are you doing? Man, sitting in my car just chilling, man. How y'all doing? We are so good. We are so good. Hey, I got I got to give it up to uh, Brock Purdy for pulling that game out. Man, he was uh, he was very mediocre in the first half, but nope. man, that second half he came out playing lights out, and God dog it, he used his feet to do it. Those, so he those had three runs on his feet. Yep, he did a Patrick Mahomes, and boy, did it look sexy because we pulled out that weird, and I got my racks on racks on racks. <laughs> Big. <laughs> Therm, thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, look, um, at halftime, I saw plenty of um, – actually, I should say I didn't see it till after the game because I won't look. I won't – that's the last place I want to be is Twitter when it's 24-7 to 7 at halftime. Yeah. But after the game, I saw a lot of what was said at halftime because these tweets are all timestamp. And a lot of you had, boy, you had walked some stuff back now, didn't you? Oh, I had to walk some stuff back now, didn't you? Some quarterback controversy oh, talk? Oh, boy, we had to walk a few things. There was enough moonwalking going on there. felt like Michael Jackson was alive again. <laughs> My God, you all had to walk some stuff back. And um, a lot of people bringing up Jimmy Garoppolo, thinking that the offense felt the same. Jimmy Garoppolo and, and stagnant. And and I so I think it's appropriate to see the way that this ended which was with the number one thing that no matter what had happened on Jimmy's best day, he never could have offered you, which was 50 yards rushing just when you needed it in yep. the fourth quarter. Yeah, and a couple of just big-time throws. You mentioned the IU throw for the touchdown, which was absolutely threaded, and the one we mentioned with Lowe here in the crossover, the throw to the fullback, and I knew I knew Lowe would get all misty-eyed being a former pro fullback, but that throw to Juszczyk, amazing catch, but the throw to be able to scramble out, roll, buy time, and find that guy, and also the throw to Juwan Jennings, which was another amazing catch, but it was. that was one that had it to was, happen. It was a, an absurd idea, but in the moment, it was necessary. Rolling left, falling backward, and just <laughs> well, just float it. He wanted to just run. Float it. He wanted to run, and he realizes like I'm not going to get there. Yeah, I'm not going to get there, so I better do something else. I, I have an idea. I'll just throw this thing up for grabs. <laughs> and Jawan Jennings, my yeah. goodness, to go up there and grab that thing with one hand. I mean, there are many moments where oh, that's the biggest moment of the game, and that's one of the more underrated ones, I think, in terms of things that kept the comeback alive. Well, you got to listen. To me, those are the kinds of plays that remove the stupid labels that many want to use on Brock Purdy. That's not game manager stuff. That's the opposite of that. Okay, what did you get in in the last quarter and a half of this football game? You got ad-lib. You got, I need to find a way when crap's going sideways stuff from Brock Purdy. That's not, 
Oh, he's got all these people around him, and he just throws it out to the flat. Right. No. Laminated play sheet. No. None of, nobody, nobody thought of any of that. Nobody drew that up. Three scrambles and a teardrop one-hander to Jawan Jennings. So, thank you, Alex Smith, for his comments yesterday. Pretty cool. As the de facto president of the game manager club, you're not invited, Brock. Totally. You are. You do not get membership to this club. I love that. Um, let's go to Chris the Caveman in San Jose. Hey, Chris, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey Willard and Dibs. First time caller here. Um, Sweet, I was man. at the game yesterday at, ha- at halftime. My friends and I saw Steve Young at Levi's. Uh, my friend walked up to Steve, dropped to his knees, and bowed down three times, saying, you're my favorite player. We're not worthy. Asked him for a selfie. Steve obliged. During the selfie, I kept thinking out loud, this will change the juju. This will change the juju. Sure enough, Purdy Child is inner Steve Young. Rush for 49 yards in the second half for a comeback victory. And, uh, yeah, I mean, historic, right? Chris, you've been my call. We'll learn this. Yeah, yeah, you, man. Brother. Thanks for making it. See, that's the beauty of these things. And, again, we're asking, like, what would you do? What would you do to change the energy? Or what would you notice that you think changed the energy? The answer is nothing, but it doesn't matter. To each of us, these are the things we're going to remember. I'm going to remember that we were down 24-7 and then my daughter showed up. And then, the, and then they scored 27 points in a row. Yeah. Shout that's, out Ella. She didn't do it, but that's what I'm, I'm going to remember. I'm looking at the box score. I don't see any catches or rushes for your daughter. Uh, I no. don't know how many tackles she made. I don't even Other think than she, tackling you at halftime. Yeah, I don't even know. Exactly. She tackled my emotions. Totally. She <laughs> threw them on the rocks below. Totally. I don't even think she ate anything. Big, huge spread of food that Christy had put out. I don't even think she, you know, she was a teenager. She didn't even look up from her phone. She just sat there, <laughs> just staring at the phone. But whatever it was, do what you're doing. You sit right there. I don't move. It's working. Stand your TikTok <laughs> and your IG and whatever else you're doing. Oh, gosh. That's incredible. Incredible. And, you know, you think about the way it happens, and it starts to build slowly, and then in the blink of an eye, the game is tied. And once once you got to that point, I was starting to think, like, okay, now, I mean, does Detroit have an answer? And they did, but then Dan Gamble, as uh, we now mm. call him, Dan Gamble found his way to make an imprint on the game again and go for it on fourth down. And that second fourth down that he goes for, and Jared Goff, I mean, that was a dirt ball. That ball had none chance of being caught down the field. Oh, no. Why? Because, remember, what did we say all week long? Jared Goff, just move him off his yeah, spot. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And that's what the Niners finally started doing. I don't know why. I'm no, like, I don't consider myself an expert. I watch every minute of these games. I don't know why the defensive line got stonewalled for two and a half quarters. And then didn't. I don't know. I don't know what they did differently. But they started stopping the run a little bit. Yep. Obviously, they didn't even need that many because this happened so quickly that the Lions never even had a chance to keep running the ball. But they were able to get Jared Goff off of his spot. And on fourth down, the second Jared starts rolling right, he's dead. He's dead. He's not hitting anybody on the run. And you're exactly right. He threw that duck out there to Amon Ron. It wasn't anywhere near him. Right. You know? 
So uh, that was the key to the entire game, and they finally started doing it at the end. I saw a Niner defense that not only committed more bodies to stop the run early in the second half, but from a defensive line standpoint, they started to play much more aggressively. Yep. And they brought, you know, I don't know what their exact blitz percentage was, but it felt like they brought Greenlaw or Warner a lot more often. They brought five. They heated up Goff a little bit. And also, you had Mooney Ward, Charvarius, man-matching on Amon Ra St. Brown. So you saw almost no St. Brown in the second half, and that was the key. You stopped the run. You slowed the run. You didn't stop it. You slowed it. You took away St. Brown, and by the time Goff got off his first read, as as Bosa told you in the postgame, once he got off his first read, they were in trouble. Yeah, I, I, I tend to like the 49er defense when they have faith in Charvarius Ward. I would do it with Rasheed Rice in the Super Bowl. He's done it to DK Metcalf every time they play the Seahawks. Like, I'm okay with Mooney Ward on an island. He can handle it. He absolutely can handle it. Now, can he handle it when it's Patrick Mahomes delivering the dimes? I don't know. I don't know. But I like if if that's what you know, the 49ers want that pressure from their base four to keep more into coverage. It's like it's not working. It's not working. You're not getting home, and having extra people in coverage is not enough. Yeah, it looks like they're just wide open spaces out there to the point where it's third and fifteen, and teams oh are just my like God. it's like pitching catch. It's a boop, boop. It's like wide open. Those third down conversions were ridiculous. Oh. Third and thirteen, they run it, they convert it. Third and 18, 18. they pass it, I'm they convert Rob, it. Piece of cake. I mean, piece of cake. They were playing super soft in the zone, and I think that was a big part of it. They played a lot more man in the second half, and I do think it's interesting. We'll go back to the phones, and we'll get into the Chiefs game throughout the course of the next 13 glorious days. But (laughs) you talk about man matching, and their big weapon is Travis Kelsey. Do you put Mooney Ward on the tight end and try to take him out Uh, with the corner? Because that, that to me, is going to be one of the chess matches we can get into. No doubt, no doubt. Although I'm comfortable with Greenlaw and Warner as they sort of handled Laporta in the second half, too. Like, they put a hat on him. Like, he may get some catches, but they also knocked a couple free. And and I'm comfortable with those guys on the tight ends, even Kelsey. Uh, Let's go to Pam in Houston. Hey, Pam, you're on with Willard and Dibbs. What's up? Hey, hey, this is Pam. I lived in the Bay Area for 45 years, and I just moved back to Houston a little over a year ago. Okay, Pam. And I found my Niner gang out here. I want to shout out Lone Star Niner Empire. I was watching the game yesterday, and at halftime, I said, they got to have a come-to-Jesus meeting at Mm. halftime. They need some holy water. Folks need to come back brand new in the second half. I was wearing a Debo jersey, and it just seemed like Debo came out and said, give me the ball. And my girlfriend had a hoodie that she had on at first. Uh, She had it off in the first half. She had put it on the second half, and they scored. And she's like, okay, I'm not taking this hoodie off. This must be it. So I just want to say bang, bang, Niner gang. I'm here in Houston, still a faithful, and looking forward to the Super Bowl. Pam, you tell that friend of Uh, hers not to take the hoodie off for two weeks. Hey, she's not. She's actually going on a cruise, a Super Bowl cruise. She's going to be there, and she says she's going to have the hoodie with her okay. on the cruise. Okay, but no, so no tying it around her waist or anything no, crazy. No, no, yeah, no. Wear that thing. I don't care how hot it is. Shuffleboard in the Lido deck, she's got to wear it. No Thank doubt. You, Pam. Thank you, Thank Pam. Thank you, Pam. A Super Bowl cruise? Can you imagine? What the hell is that? Well, <laughs> cruise to Vegas. What's that? Are you cruising to Vegas? I, 
I imagine she's a lot in of the, water there. She's in the Caribbean and it's 89 degrees out, and she's poolside in a hoodie. Then you better wear a hoodie. Totally. I don't care what the what, what the temperature is. Look at you. You're never not wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Let's go. I'm comfortable. Wear a hoodie. You get old. You get bald. You get cold. <laughs> Spoiler alert for all you young people out there. That's the way you. It's kind of yeah. the way it goes. It's a circulation sensation. There is what you go. it is. Uh, Nick Bosa with the message at halftime. Come to Jesus, as Pam said. Um, I was just like, there's so much football left. We made a couple adjustments. I said, just take that first read away, and we're getting home. And our guys did it. Yeah, yeah we, and we did. We uh, have great energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just take that first read away. I, uh, I I said some random stuff at halftime. I know. He's like, I was just lying on my back, and then, you know. Just, so I'm ecstatic about that. He's just a beauty. Got, and then it got better. Yeah, I so. heard the criticism all week, so I decided it might be time to put I, my hands on Jared Goff a couple times, and so I did. I no shrug, by the way. I know. I and know. I, I was so. I know. I was proud of that. Why? You're getting your butt kicked. Well, put the shrug away. Okay. Put the shrug away. I'm and with. I'm, I'm with you there. I've always been an advocate of take your signature celebration and put it aside when you're getting when you're getting in hand when to you're you. getting in handed to you, and they were. And I had a sack, and I didn't feel like it was time to shrug, and so yeah. I didn't. I shrugged at the idea of shrugging. Perfect. There was no shrug. No. No. He, he had two, and he, he almost had a third. Almost a third. Yep. In fact, it was on the fourth down play where we're blaming Reynolds for the drop, and I, I'm i like, yeah, but did, what did Nick do? He got Jared off his spot. I heated him up a little the bit. The throw was a little bit off, and it was enough to disrupt the timing of the whole thing. Nick Bose had a nice night. Nick Bosa had a nice night, um, but I'm also not going to like, oh, I'm going to try to act like a radio host and tell you. And I have no idea what the hell happened. I don't know why the defensive line looked like that for two and a half quarters, and I don't know what their adjustment was. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Sure, you're right. They they threw a little bit more at him. Yep. They threw a little bit more at him, but I also think it goes way past that. I think that the Lions, um, you know, they barely touched the ball. For, for 15 minutes, they went for it on fourth down. They didn't get it. And the next thing you know, they, they ran one play, and the game was tied. Yeah. And in that one play, they fumbled. But the Niners get credit because what they do, they were right there at the line of scrimmage. Pow! Where they weren't the entire first half. Exactly. To Sean Gibson with the forced fumble. Yeah. And uh, Armstead with the belly rub and the recovery, and the game never, uh, never faltered after that. Um, okay. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. We're not going to uh, depart your calls the the entire afternoon, um, but I will also say this: there's something stylistically about this game that's probably making you uncomfortable, and maybe the opposite should be true. We'll get into that coming up. We're presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. This is Willard and Dibs. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at zenny.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 